Since we began our chat together, the weather has changed. The air is as crisp as sharp words said in haste. I think autumn, like a man with the flu, is going to cough and splutter its way to winter. I hate the cold, always did. Probably because even though my dad was a miner, we could never afford enough coal to keep our hovel warm. But that is unmitigated capitalism for you. One thing I know from my long life is those at the top of the heap will make as many excuses for the misery they cause below. When I think men like my dad could work at the coalface for ten hours a day and still not have the dosh to buy a decent fuel allotment to keep the chill out of their family's bones, on winter's nights I grow disgusted at Britain's claim to greatness. There is no greatness in inequality, nor should there be patriotism for a nation that can't admit its deficiencies and try to amend their errors. It's why I support all those in the United States and Britain that are taking a stand against the rise of fascism in the 21st century. But as the months grow colder, my mind drifts towards past Novembers, when the light across Yorkshire was as dim as a candle burnt down to the quick at midnight. Then my mum would have my sister and me out on the slag heaps with other children of the poor hacking for bits of refuse coal to keep our oven stove ablaze for a tea of bread and drippings. After 40 years of neoliberalism, the life of poor people has turned full circle to my youth. Even the food banks today aren't the exclusive haunt of society's down and outs. They are overflowing with people who are on zero-hour contracts or trying to make a life in the gig economy. No nation can say they have a strong economy when food bank use is on the increase. What these politicians mean when they say the economy is strong is that the economy is working for them exclusively without a fair division of the spoils of wealth. Our labour is like that of the oxen in the farmer's field. We are the beasts of burden to the 1%. I know this, not from books, but from actual lived experience. I lived in a Britain of total exploitation until the welfare state, born from the violence of the Second World War and the cruelty of the Great Depression, was established in 1945. It's why I know that you should never let those Tories fool you 
into believing they are the party of the working class, because they aren't. Just look around you to what David Cameron, Theresa May, and their ideology of self-righteous greed has brought Britain. Homelessness, hunger, rotting infrastructure, and a decaying NHS, as well as a catastrophic Brexit. But for the 1%, there's been a bumper crop of wealth. It doesn't take a degree from Oxford to know that we are going backwards, not forwards in this country. In fact, all across the world, no nation can pretend there is equal opportunity for all their citizens. No, we are coming to a time again that is like in my youth. Can you imagine this? My dad, during the Great Depression, when six million men were out of work, was so desperate to find casual employment that he'd take me in the morning to the Weetabix factory in Bradford to beg for work by crying out, Look at my boy, he's starving. But he never got work. Just a lot of sorry, mate. Maybe tomorrow. How humiliating, defeating, and crushing that must have been to him. A man who had worked the coalface all of his life. Yet my dad believed in justice and dignity, as well as compassion. Somehow, in the little time I knew him as a lad, he transmitted those lessons of goodness to me. But in the end, I knew, even at the age of six, that he was too old to survive in a world run amok by greed and the selfishness of the 1%. That's why I went back alone to the Weetabix factory, because a boy alone is easier to take pity on. And they did. Some drivers let me ride their rounds with them. And because of that, I'd be given broken boxes of cereal so that my family would have an evening tea. Hell, just imagine that. A family eating without milk, broken bits of Weetabix for their tea. The next time the Tories tell you about the good old days, there was nothing good about those days, because children lined the streets of Yorkshire, Scotland, Wales, and all of the forgotten counties of the realm, begging for food for themselves and their kin. And now, because of the Tories, those days are rolling back on the unmistakable tide of capitalism that protects no one but the 1%. It's why Donald Trump is so dangerous, because he is the true face of capitalism that has been corrupted and damaged beyond repair by oligarchs 
and the politics of neoliberalism. Never mind the fact that Trump will most likely lead the West into a war that will kill millions all around the world. Because before he does that, he's going to strip ordinary workers of every right to fair wages. And this will spread across to other nations. So you will have no more rights than my dad did in the 1920s when he worked in a Barnsley coal pit for pennies a day and couldn't even afford the price of fuel to keep his family warm when the cold winds blew down from the moors in winter. Until next time, I am Harry Leslie Smith. Tara.